0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is, Who is Jesus? Part 6. Today we complete the series that looks for answers to that question, Who is Jesus? As I've said before, there are many human opinions, there have always been many human opinions, about who Jesus is. And these different opinions can confuse us, and they can hinder us in our faith and in our following Jesus. So we've been looking to the Bible for answers that we can trust. In the first part of the series, we saw Jesus as the Word, the Creator who became human and revealed God to us. And we responded, my Lord and my God. Then we saw Jesus as the Lamb of God, and we responded by trusting Him fully with our sin for forgiveness, reconciliation, and freedom from the penalty and the power of sin. Then we saw Jesus as the Good Shepherd, and we responded by embracing the security of His care, seeking a closer relationship with Him, and committing to follow Him. We then saw Jesus as our advocate and we responded by trusting him completely for victory over our guilt, our sins, our weaknesses and our temptations. Then last time we saw Jesus as the living one and we responded in worship and obedience and in trusting in him for resurrection into eternal life. For the last part of our journey, we will see Jesus as the King of Kings. This title comes from John's vision of Jesus recorded in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 19 from verse 11. I'll read all texts from the New International Version. I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings, and Lord of lords. In Matthew, Mark, Luke and John we see Jesus as a human, as the Word made flesh. In Acts and in the beginning of Revelation we see Jesus the living one, glorified and exalted. Towards the end of Revelation we see Jesus at his most fearsome. He is not just terrifyingly glorious but he is leading the armies of heaven into battle now when jesus came to the earth as the word made flesh he laid aside his glory and came in great humility he came to call mankind back to god and to open the way for them to come By being the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The next time Jesus comes to earth, he will not come as a humble lamb. He will come as a fearsome lion. He will come in his glory as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. When Jesus came to earth as the Word made flesh and the Lamb of God, He came on a peace mission. He came to offer reconciliation to mankind. And to this day, he continues this mission of peace and reconciliation through his disciples. But a day is coming when Jesus will return, not as a peacemaker anymore, but as a warrior. He will come to defeat every enemy that still stands against him. Jesus, the King of Kings, will defeat every enemy, including the devil and his forces. You can read about these battles in the rest of chapter 19 and in chapter 20 of Revelation. These battles will be followed by the final judgment of mankind. Let me read to you from Revelation chapter 20 from verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Friends, the arrival of the King of Kings will be far more than awe-inspiring. It will be absolutely terrifying. His arrival will lead to the defeat of all of his enemies and the judgment of every person. Now, I know that the focus of this series is on Jesus, but because we're looking at the matter of judgment, I think I need to briefly speak about it. This text tells us that everyone will be judged for what they did on earth. And this is confirmed in other texts, such as Romans chapter 14, verses 10 to 12. And there we read these words, We will all stand before God's judgment seat. Each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. This is for all of us, friends. Now, the thought of your life being judged like this may terrify you. And I think it probably should terrify us. But there is good news in this text. Although we read there that the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books, we also read that another book was opened which is the book of life. And anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is a horrific eternal destination. But thanks be to God for his wonderful grace through Jesus. This is not the destiny of those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Let's do another imagination exercise just to help us to understand something of what will happen. Imagine you standing in this, in this huge crowd of people before a glorious and a terrifying throne of judgment. Your name is called, a book is opened, and the story of your life is read. Your guilt is overwhelmingly obvious. What a terrifying moment. But then another book is consulted, the Lamb's Book of Life. And joy overwhelms you as your name is found in the book. Your destiny is glory not fire not because of your works but because the lamb of god has written your name in his book as the apostle paul wrote in ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of god not by works so that no one can boast. Friends, the final question on that day will not be, are you good enough? Or, did you do enough? It will be, is your name written in the book of life? Okay, let's get our focus back to Jesus. The Word who created all things came to earth As the good shepherd who leads us back to God. As the advocate who reconciles us with God. He laid down his life as the Lamb of God. And then he rose from the dead in victory to be exalted as the living one. One day he will return as the King of Kings to defeat his enemies To judge all mankind and to usher in the next age. This is our awesome Lord. Question is, how do we respond to Jesus as the coming King of Kings? Firstly, I believe we need to answer that question which is of the greatest eternal consequence, is my name written in the book of life? We've read about the judgment that will come. We've seen that our eternal destiny will depend on whether our name is written in the book of life. So we would be wise to make sure that our name is written there. Now Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 assures us if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you've not yet put your faith in Jesus, I urge you to resolve whatever questions and issues are holding you back. Your eternal destiny is at stake. It's that important. So I urge you today, let's make sure that our names are written in the book of life. Secondly, we need to tell others. Friends, the, the King of Kings is coming. He is coming to separate those who are His from those who are not his. We need to tell others so that they can decide whose side they are on. Listen to Romans chapter 10, verses 13 to 15. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the name of of the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Friends, we need to tell others so that they can believe so that their names can also be written in the book of life. Lastly, we need to make ourselves ready. Revelation chapter 19, verses 6 to 8. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. When the King of Kings returns, he will fight and win the last battles on earth. Then he will judge mankind. And then there's going to be a wedding. He will be united with his beloved, his church, for all eternity. Now notice in this text that the bride will be ready she will be wearing fine linen, bright and clean, which represents her righteous acts. Now, right now, if you take an honest look around you, you may notice some unrighteous acts here and there. You may notice some righteous acts that are not being performed. As we wait for our King to return... We must make ourselves ready. Now, some people view holiness and righteousness in terms of cold religious behavior or legalistic rule-keeping or restrictive thou shalt not rules. But the pursuit of holiness and righteousness is actually a very beautiful thing. We are getting ready To be with Jesus. So, let's get ourselves ready. Let me summarize in closing. One day, Jesus will return to earth as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He will return as a fearsome warrior and defeat all of his enemies. He will return as a righteous judge, separating those who are his from those who are not his. And he will return as the long-awaited bridegroom to be together forever with all who belong to him. We need to make sure that our names are written in the book of life on that day of judgment. We need to help others so that their names also will be written in that book. And we need to prepare ourselves, not just to meet our King, but to spend eternity with Him. The King of Kings is coming. Let's get ready.